0: The Kremlin hates Navalny so much, they refuse to say his name. I was banned from everything and blacklisted. But as I became more and more famous, I was totally sure that it would be problematic for them to kill me. And boy, were you wrong. Yes, I was very wrong. That's the voice of Alexei Navalny from the Oscar-winning documentary, Navalny. Uh, once believing that his stature, his profile might give him a level of protection, instead it turned out to be the opposite, made him even more of a target, that he would be any kind of a threat to, to Vladimir Putin. Uh, they tried to poison him, and nearly succeeded, but Navalny survived and Navalny went back to Russia knowing that he was a target. Uh, the Russians had him arrested, imprisoned, and now they've killed him. We learned last week that Alexei Navalny died while imprisoned in the far north in Russia. The great writer Ann Applebaum writes for The Atlantic, even behind bars, Navalny was a real threat to Putin because he was living proof that courage is possible, that truth exists, that Russia could be a different kind of country. For a dictator who survives thanks to lies and violence, that kind of challenge was intolerable. There's a certain weakness shown here. By Putin, but at the same time, uh, it is a real blow. The Navalny's movement to do any kind of opposition movement. This is what will happen to you. Well, joining us uh, for some some further thoughts uh, on all of this. Very pleased to welcome to the program here this afternoon. Odessa Ray, uh, producer of uh, the documentary Navalny, uh, worked very closely with uh, Alexei in, in making that that film. Uh, Odessa, thank you so much for joining us here today. Welcome to the program.
1: Thank you so much for having me.
0: I think a lot of us feared this this day would come maybe it did almost felt inevitable in some way but I mean what, what was your reaction what was your level of surprise I guess first of all a shock
1: Well uh surprisingly so it didn't feel inevitable to me um I I I think I was quite hopeful when Alexei went back um, he, Alexei was more optimistic than mm. you would imagine I think that he felt, you know, at the time, how far would Putin actually go? He already tried to kill him once. And for Navalny, the calculation at the time was that he had to go back to Russia because there was no sitting in Germany for him because at uh, the thing is, is if you try to be relevant as a voice or an opposition leader from outside Russia, you're immediately discredited. You know, the Russian population have no desire to listen to you telling them how what to do and how they should feel from comfortably sitting in Germany. This is a huge thing in Russia. And everyone who has tried to be a political voice outside of Russia like Kordakovsky, etc. Mm-hmm. They're completely irrelevant to the Russian population. So for Alexei, his life's purpose, his life's mission was to change that country. And so there was no option but to go back. And he felt, as I felt as well, and knew that truth was on his side. He was facing a couple sham cases that he was going to go back and go to court for, but he was confident that, you know, the cases were so ridiculous that maybe he would do a little bit of jail time, but not, not this scenario, not some crazy penal colony and, you know, the Arctic Circle where he's sitting in solitary confinement for consecutively more than a year. I mean, this, this, this scenario was just not just not fully imagined, I, I think.
0: Yeah, I think that's that's an interesting way to look at it. Um, you know, in terms of all, all the details about what happened here, does it matter? I mean, we we know ultimately, don't we, that uh, that this this rests with Vladimir Putin.
1: Listen, I mean, Putin has just, or the Kremlin has announced that they will not be releasing Alexei's body for another fourteen days. So that should tell you everything that you need to know. They're definitely making sure that whatever poison or whatever they use, any signs of malpractice are gone from his body.
0: Why then go to this length i mean it would be easy enough putin you know i mean we we have sham elections in russia to to just create a scenario where some you know putin crushes navalny in in an election or uh, other ways of, of trying to keep down his movement what why go to this length
1: i think it's you know you have to look at prigozhin i think it's a, just a demonstration of power it's if you mess with me this is what happens to you you mm. know i'm not Putin is beyond, I think, pretending that he he is not the kind of leader that he is. He doesn't have to really do a sham election. He can just put you in prison or shoot a missile through the sky into your plane if he doesn't like you and still be popular and still win.
0: (laughs) Well, I mean, there there is that element we did see over the weekend, you know, people's turning out for vigils or protests and 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 i'm sure the folks involved in that know the risk the risk of showing any kind of overt support for navani even expressing sorrow i guess seems uh, almost enough to get you arrested Uh, so they're they're really trying to clamp down i
1: think uh, hundreds of people were arrested this weekend it was it was not a big turnout it was a few very brave souls and the police did crack down brutally we saw videos from across russia of the police just Arresting people, breaking their arms, breaking fingers. I mean, there's no, there's no tolerance for protests right now in Russia, sadly.
0: So Neary now, it certainly seems, Niri, in hindsight now, the moment in the documentary, and, and you put the question to, to Navalny that if Putin succeeds in, in killing you, what do you want your legacy to be? What does it need to be? How did he feel about that?
1: Uh, I think that um, Alexei has a great sense of humor and um, he knew that we were covering our bases with the documentary. We knew we that Alexei was going back to Russia and we were going to lose him. And we just prepared for every possible outcome. And I think Alexei faced death once. And so he potentially would be facing death again. And his purpose was for the russian people so i think we just wanted to know what what is the message you would leave to the russian people
0: and how would you sum that up
1: it was don't give up don't be inactive he says very clearly at the end of the film if they kill me that means we're really strong that means that we we are stronger than we think we are and that there is a chance to, if we come together, we believe, you know, killing him is a sign of weakness and it's a choice and whatever you do, just don't give up and don't be inactive. Alexei was a great believer in action, which is why he went back.
0: Well, he did. And you know, it was a message of hope, and, and I think certainly that's what Putin's trying to, to snuff out here is any sense of hope. I, I imagine for the movement, for the followers, it's an interesting moment here in you know, recognizing what happened here, but also understanding the very real threat they face. What, what do you see next for this movement?
1: I think most of this movement right now since the war began is operating from outside Russia. And I just hope that the day will come when they can go back to Russia and lead a free and beautiful Russia of the future, as Alexei used to call it. He used to say that he's building the beautiful Russia of the future. And I hope for that one day. And we used to joke that the next movie that we make about because on the campaign trail for the oscar we used to always be asked will you be making a follow-up movie and i said and we'd say our follow-up movie would be the day that Alexei gets out of prison and builds the beautiful russia yeah. of tomorrow and is inaugurated or at least is able to run in a free and fair election in in russia and i think if we gave up hope, we 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 would stop all the work that we're doing. And everyone who was part of that film and who was is part of the Navalny Foundation, they they keep fighting, and so they they have to have hope.
0: We hope that becomes his legacy. Uh, the film is called Navalny, uh, Odessa. Thank you so much for making some time for us here today. I really appreciate this.
1: Thank
0: you. All the best. Odessa Rae is a Canadian, in fact, a filmmaker, producer of the Academy Award-winning film for Best Documentary, Navalny. Uh, Quite a remarkable and powerful film. One of the the fascinating moments in that movie was when Navalny actually phones uh, one of the individuals involved in poisoning him. And you get this, like, confession happening in, in real time as the cameras are rolling. It's quite a stunning moment, but yes, even then, and he was, uh, you know, in exile in Germany. Uh, the Putin regime saw him as a threat, and they tried to kill him. They didn't succeed then, but they have now. So, what's going to be our response? Uh, apparently, the White House is considering some stronger sanctions. Uh, absolutely, that should be Canada's response. But I think Putin's showing us who he is for all of those who continue to fawn over him. Very bizarre. Thanks for downloading and listening to the podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or wherever you find your podcasts. You can also find me on Twitter, at Rob Breckenridge. You can email me, rob at 770chqr.com. Talk to you next time.